You're tuned into the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full time in real estate and share with you real life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real life goals. Here we go. It's episode four of the It's Real podcast. I'm Andrew Yegi, and I'm a real estate agent. I'm Kayla Callender, and I'm a mortgage loan officer. Kayla, great to see you as usual. What's going on uh, in your world this week? Well, as March has come to fruition here, I see people out and about. People are getting excited for summer. I personally have been heading every weekend to the lake to work on the cabin, so I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for it to be here. But how about you, Andy? Yeah, uh, I don't. I, I'm cautiously optimistic that spring <laughs> is is going to come uh, as well. And yeah, just kind of waiting. Um, things just really, really busy in our household. Not only uh, because of uh, work and all of the millions of irons I have uh, in the fire, but I don't think I mentioned it on our podcast, but my wife and I had baby number three uh, about a month ago and welcomed uh, a third girl, Ivy, Ivy Drew. So she was born. I've got to share a picture, Kayla. And, uh, Ivy just turned uh, a month, actually last week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I forgot to mention it. <laughs> she looks like her sisters, Andy. So you got three girls. Yeah, I know. It's I know. your, um, you, uh, you're gonna have to get a boy in there some sometime. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be in the cards, Kayla. I think we'll probably be content with uh, with three girls. But you no. should be okay with being outnumbered by girls. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Absolutely, Ivy has uh, actually enjoyed. She spent a little bit of time in the office, uh, in the office with me uh, a few different days, and uh, and yeah, it's been really, really a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah. now, tell me really quick about you. You guys purchased kind of. I, I know you were kind of going to a family cabin for a while and purchased something of your own not too long ago. Yeah, we purchased a lake home, a year-round lake home in November of twenty-one, and it was a fixer-upper. Let me tell you, but I have learned so much about remodeling and tearing things down and how homes work from the bones. So we finally have it to a place where I think this summer we're going to be able to just relax. Um, we're painting right now, but it definitely takes some blood, sweat and tears. And it's been so worth it. There's been so many advantages to having a lake home that I could go on and on, but it's the hard work has definitely paid off. Oh, good for you. That's really, really awesome. And, you know, I, I think it's fun, you know, not just of course to help, our clients, you know, work towards their real estate goals, but it's also fun to celebrate the wins of, you know, other uh, real estate yeah. professionals. So congratulations, yeah. Kayla. Thank That's you. really awesome. You have to come visit with all the girls. Absolutely. The, the girls would, uh, would, would love it. They love spending time at the lake. And we're actually, my parents are on Otter Tail, not too far away from you. So I think no. that, uh, you're a hop, skip and a jump away. <laughs> Absolutely. Kayla, I want to jump into our episode today because I think we're going to have a lot to talk about. And today, yeah. um, you know, maybe for a lack of a better, you know, word, uh, you kind of shared with me that, you know, there were some exciting things going on in the home loan uh, realm, if you will, in that um, things are maybe going to get a little bit more affordable for people looking at certain types of loans. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, there's been some exciting news in terms of FHA and VA loans. And so as you remember, 
about probably a year ago, we were seeing offers coming in, flowing in for homes. But if you were an FHA or VA offer, you were kind of thrown out because when you've got 50 offers above asking, a lot of the first time home buyers or government programs, it just wasn't even really looked at if you were an offer. So mm -hmm. I know that I had a lot of FHA buyers that they weren't even getting a shot. Where now, not only has the market shifted so that you know there's not as much competition, so FHA and VA buyers have have a better chance at getting a home. But now we have heard some good news for FHA. I'll talk about that first. Is that HUD has announced that effective this month of March that, well, thank you. This is very helpful. Mortgage insurance premiums are going to be reduced from 85 basis points down to 55. And so on average, you'll see about $800 a year that could save a person. Now it's yeah, going that's to- That's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, that's, that's um, adding a whole other baby to your family, Andy, and then some. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Kayla, I don't know about that, but uh, if we're talking uh, babies and kids, I, you know, we, we really, I, I've talked about Ivy being at the office a couple of times and you talk about losing out on offers and, you know, even Ivy knows kind of about, uh, <laughs> that pain of, you know, when you find out that you just lost out or your buyer just lost she out knows. there were multiple offers. She knows and she doesn't like it either. She so. felt the pain last year of what the FHA buyers were going through. Um, <laughs> but, you know, this is great news, right? So, you know, I have a little bit different numbers here, just on a $225,000 purchase. Let's say you're starting somewhat um, on a smaller range. You're going to save about 20 bucks a month. Now, as that loan size increases, obviously comes more savings. So that is really a great incentive for our FHA buyers. Mm -hmm. And what about for VA buyers? You mentioned that um, a VA loan and, and, you know, people hear these acronyms too, Kayla, what is FHA? What, what is VA? So I'm really happy that you brought up FHA because Andy, I can't tell you how many people have brought up to me. Well, if I well, I'm not a first time home buyer. Well, what does that mean for me? FHA, that's first time home buyer. I think they, I think they think it means um, first time home buyer association. So I've corrected a lot of people to let them know it's um, federal housing administration. A lot of my clients, thank you. You're so helpful with these. I feel like Vanna White. Um, so I, I feel like a lot of people, there's a misconception. So you can be a repeat buyer. You can be refinancing. You can still qualify for an FHA loan. So FHA is a government program. And as you can see, tons of information there. Absolutely. But you can be a repeat buyer. So mm -hmm. um, if you have questions, contact your lender. Um, find out if FHA is going to be the best option for you. Mm -hmm. If not, maybe that's going to be a conventional USDA or maybe a VA offer. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Kayla, we could spend, you know, multiple episodes, you know, worth of our time talking about and breaking down all of, you know, the different mm -hmm. types of loans. And, you know, honestly, sometimes being the new kid on the block in real estate and starting my, um, you know, my third full year, I even have to dig into some of the requirements and, and even reach out to people like you to say, yeah. hey, you know, brush me up on, on a couple of the finer points. Um, but 
I also feel like Kayla, you know, from a home seller standpoint, and even for the other, the fellow professionals that are out there, especially real estate agents, there's a lot of stigma out there surrounding some of these subsidized options, um, the FHA loan, the VA loan, the USDA rural redevelopment, um, in that, you know, there are, there are a lot of people that, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that people were getting beat out because they were using this type of financing. And I see it too. And honestly, myself fall into the trap sometimes of, you know, as I'm counseling my sellers of saying, well, obviously we know cash, cash is king. I, we, we can't deny that a conventional loan is next. And then, you know, you have some of these other options, but I think Kayla, we need to challenge ourselves to not be so dismissive of all of these other types of financing, because really the goal is affordable home ownership um, for consumers out there. Talk a little bit about that from your angle. And you're spot on. I think there's this stigma around an FHA loan means, you know, it, you're not as it's the JV compared to the varsity kind of thing. And so, but for some people, it is so much more affordable. The rate could be lower. The monthly mortgage insurance is based off of the credit score on conventional where FHA it's not. So there's so many different factors that come into this, that putting someone in an FHA loan for me and my heart makes sense. And when I explain it to the client, they understand as well. It might not be their time to be in a conventional loan and a conventional loan may cost them hundreds more per month. So why would we go there? And mm -hmm. in some cases, Andy, I've put people in an FHA loan to be able to afford the home. They qualify for a, let's say, let's just say a $300,000 home, whereas a conventional they couldn't because FHA allows you to have more debt. So it truly just depends on the scenario. But we also have this veteran loan, a VA loan, which our, our national heroes qualify for. And so I agree that we should not be dismissive of that product too, because wow, 0% down. I mean, great rates. It's a wonderful product for people qualifying for it. And so when you think about what is right for the buyer, the consumer, what's going to make the most sense, we cannot forget that those loans are in place for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you brought up a VA loan, Kayla. I just actually, we closed on one of the houses I had listed last week. And ultimately, uh, we had multiple offers on this property. Um, you know, and many were conventional. I think we had something FHA or USDA. And the, the, the buyers actually ended up with a VA loan. And that's the offer we took. Mm -hmm. uh, did end up netting the seller the highest amount. Um, and, and for them, you know, it was, it was just a great all around offer. We did, however, talk about, you know, the, the pros and cons from an underwriting standpoint. And, mm -hmm. and again, as agents, you know, we do need to make sure that we're looking out for our clients and making sure that we are, you know, fully educating them because yeah. the, the tough thing is things go wrong, especially, you know, with, with the appraisal process and the, the inspection surrounding the appraisal. Um, you know, we've all kind of had that loan from hell. I know you've had it. I've certainly had several of them and, you know, I've even closed one house over a month late, uh, you know, because of just some, some real, real tough circumstances. And so it does put a taste, a bad taste in, in agents and lenders' mouths, understandably. But we also need to remember our goal is, you know, to help, you know, 
uh, a willing buyer and seller come together and help people reach their goals. And, you know, if it wasn't for some of these great programs, Kayla, um, you know, we wouldn't be able to help people reach their goals. No. And I think that, you know, you're spot on, Andy, that there have been these situations that have come up in the past where the property condition doesn't meet the guidelines, but that's where it's so important too, that we keep our uh, communication open between realtor, client, and mortgage lender. Because when we're all, you know, discussing the property of the home, could this work? I think that there's an opportunity to find out that this could really work. And there's no reason to be fearful of a product. And so I think that the moral of my story here is work with your lender, find out for sure what you qualify for and what you're comfortable with. And then make sure that you're informing your realtor of this. And then together find out that if the property you're making an offer on, does it, does it fit the, the needs? And, and does that work for um, not just the client, but the seller too? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and Kayla, you hit the nail on the head. And, and I think I've talked about this maybe before, but we get a lot of inquiries online people, I just want to go look at the house. Hey, yep. Kayla, that's fantastic. I'd love to get you in the door, but I do have a few questions. Mm-hmm. And because we need to make sure that number one, my time is very valuable. So I'm not going to go, I'm not a professional door opener and tour guide. I can only work with so many people. So I have to make sure if I'm working with people that they're really dialed in and that they like me as an agent and they like my process and Kayla, not everybody does. And that's okay. There are a million other agents out there, but we also need to make sure that we know what their goals are and that we're showing them appropriate houses. So you mentioned, you know, the financing appropriate for the house. I had an instance not long ago where I was trying to qualify a gal who had come through online and she just wants to see the house, does not want to share anything pertaining to her financing. And in fact, we ended up not doing business together because she just she just wanted to see it. And I said, look, I'm, I'm not going to show you a property that doesn't qualify. Find out you are USDA, FHA, VA. And I know this house is a major fixer-upper. It's not going to qualify. And she asked me, she said, what, are you, are you worried about your time or something? I said, absolutely. I'm worried about my time. And I'm worried about yours too, because it's a mutual respect thing. Um, So again, at at the end of the day, a lot of great options out there. Kayla, you had mentioned something about the VA loan as well. We talked about the changes coming for FHA. What is going on, you know, that's going to make a VA loan more, more attractive? Well, this just came out, um, gosh, I think I found out yesterday or the day before, but um, VA is going to have a reduction to their funding fee. And it's, yes, for certain transactions, purchases, um, refinances. But what's really cool is, Andy, if you do want to click into the exhibit A and B, you can. But what's cool is that you're going to see a reduction. You see there's many options, right? Depending on your down payment, are you a first use? Is this your second time? Depending on the type. So there's tons of different funding fees that you'll see. But if you saw, it was going from 2.3 to 2.15 for the less than 5%. So it's just, again, making it more affordable for people that are in these other loan categories to afford the home. And I'll tell you what, I know that we can get caught up on rate. But again, look at the fact that a year ago, this wasn't an option. We had reduced rates, but these weren't options. Same with seller paid concessions. So again, it's all how you look at the opportunity in each market. So if you are an FHA buyer or VA buyer, wow, what a time to be buying. 
Caleb, mm-hmm. we've obviously laid out a lot of information today on, on two very attractive loan options that are out there, but there are still probably people watching this thinking, you know, I'm really confused. And in fact, Kayla, mm-hmm. as an agent, one of the biggest questions I get, especially from first time home buyers is, hey, you know, I, I'm this is a first time home purchase. I just I, I want to apply for the first time home buyer loan. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Kayla, what's the first time home buyer loan? Uh, so. There's so many different options depending on your, you know, what state you live in. Traditionally, if you have not owned a home in the last three years, you can qualify for down payment assistance or some type of special product. However, if you are a repeat buyer, you still can qualify. I know in North Dakota, there are still programs, even if you're a repeat buyer, And FHA, like I said before, FHA is not just for a first-time home buyer. So we look at it as that three-year ownership, um, have you owned in the last three years. But there are so many different avenues that all I can say is that it is incredibly important not to just go apply online and hit submit, but to work with a lender who is going to ask you the questions, who's going to find out based on if you were or weren't um, a repeat buyer, but what are the options and programs available to you? Um, Because there's so many, so many options available. Um, You can see on on this here, there's down payment assistance, there's first-time home buyer assistance. I've got clients that use North Dakota Housing, for example, just for the rate. The rate might be better. I have clients that use North Dakota Housing because they've got a really great long-term lock. Um, and same with Minnesota housing. Minnesota housing is a little bit different. They actually give you um, funds that you will pay back. Traditionally, they've got a few different options, actually. But again, it all depends on your scenario. And that's why it's important to have a lender that's going to dig in and find out what you qualify for and what makes the most sense for your family. Mm-hmm. Kayla, well, I think we have provided a ton of information um, for people today. And and really, you know, like like we preach all the time, a good first step, if you're in the market buying or selling, you know, reach out, um, you know, to those trusted advisors. Even if you're selling from a sales standpoint, you know, you're listening to this and thinking, you know what, Andrew, Kayla, that that's great, but I don't need a loan. I'm selling. And, and that's true in a sense. However, like I, I just listed a property and on the side of the garage, we had a bunch of peeling paint. And mm-hmm. most people out there know that peeling paint is generally disqualifying, you know, for a lot of these loans we've talked about, um, you know, because it's it relates to, you know, uh, health and safety uh, as yeah. an issue. Um, and, and, you know, had, had I been able to visit with this seller in advance and we kind of put a plan in place, we would have been able to, you know, very easily remedy that issue. And instead of just accepting cash and conventional offers, we could look at some of these other really great options in effort to get them, get the seller more offers, um, you know, get them a a higher, a higher net sales price Mm -hmm. and also help uh, more people towards their, their goal of owner home ownership. So really it works both ways. It's really the sellers too, too, and, and on agents as well to be having those conversations with your sellers and make sure there's uh, an understanding. And what another great reason to ensure that who you're working with is educated and has experience, whether you're selling or buying, who's representing you is incredibly important. 
Absolutely. Well, Kayla, thanks again uh, for uh, connecting today. And thanks everyone for watching. Uh, and that's a wrap for episode four. Have a great week. Have a good one.